Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. So let's dive into what we can expect for the rest of the year and how you should position your portfolio with Lui Chi Ming. He's the head of wealth management for Citibank Singapore. Good morning, Chi Ming. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, great having you on the show. So, so far, so good. It seems for most markets. What are you seeing when it comes to the rest of the year? What's the forecast like when you look at all the concerns out there? The talk about a potential recession around the corner and then back in Singapore, some signs of sowing growth as well. What's your sense of where things are going? In terms of where we think things are going for the rest of the year and into 2024, we see many opportunities for investors to take advantage of. Inflation has come off right from a peak of 9% last year in the US. Headline inflation now is only at 3%. So that's a 70% drop in the inflation rate. And, and that bodes very well for consumer confidence as well as real income growth for the pop, broad population as well. And if you look outside of the mega tech in the US, valuations are looking very attractive. You have non-US markets trading at 11 times PE ratio. Um, even within the US, if you look at some of the mid-cap stocks, they are trading at a 50% discount to the S&P. So clearly many opportunities out there. And when we talk to clients about how to position their portfolio for the rest of the year and into 2024 to capture these opportunities, the number one recommendation that we have in terms of immediate opportunity that they should do right now is really positioning and shifting cash into high quality fixed income bonds. Mm. Right, Fixed income bonds is a uh, uh, you know, the bond use has risen significantly over the last few years. Uh, you are getting 5% right now on a bond for the next five to six years, locking that attractive use in. And we think that as the inflation rates come down, Fed will pivot sometime. And we have deposit rates to also come down from the uh, first half of next year onwards. So locking in attractive bond use is something that every investor should be doing right away. The second opportunity that, that we see, as I mentioned, is really in the equity space. We are overweight in Asia, mm-hmm. um, as we mentioned. Devaluations are looking extremely attractive right now, um, trading at you know around 11 times PE ratio. So while we have seen the market rally so far being quite narrow, uh, 50% of the global market gains has come from just seven mega tech stocks. We anticipate that there will be a broadening in terms of uh, the laggards playing catch up for the rest of the world. Yeah, so you alluded to this earlier on as well, the so-called Magnificent Seven, and this includes the likes of the FANG stocks typically and Microsoft. All those guys have been leading a charge in a good part of this year. So you've mentioned look away to mid-caps, for example, or non-US assets as more attractive options. But I'm wondering, is there still more upside when it comes to the AI rally, so to speak? Is that something you're trying to advise investors to position themselves for the long run, at least? Yes, in fact, uh, for the in terms of the AI technological advancement, it's going to be a multi-year trend, and it's going to be an unstoppable trend that will transform the way that we live and work. Right, this is the beginning of another technological revolution, and we are optimistic for the future of AI as a productivity enhancer, and it will also mean that company profits will improve over time. Now, the market has priced in some of the future earnings of this company, 
which is why the Nasdaq is currently trading at about 27 times PE ratio, which is, which is slightly high. However, if the investor is in for the long term, right, this actually offers a uh, entry point, right? Uh, at any market correction right now that we see, we, we foresee that there'll be lots of cash that are sitting in the sidelines that are waiting to enter into the markets and take advantage and invest into this uh, multi-year trend. Together with the Magnificent Seven, uh, well, I mean, outside of the Magnificent Seven, there are actually many other companies that will benefit from this AI boom. For example, cybersecurity. Mm. And that's a sector that we, we have seen you know, not uh, rising as much as some of the megatech companies. So clearly, they are laggards. They will be a whole ecosystem of companies that will benefit from this AI boom. And identifying these opportunities uh, is what uh, investors should be uh, working on and, and working with their advisors on as well. Yeah, look at the ecosystem, the picks and shovels that will be fundamental to the AI journey down the road. And looking at some of the other trends you've got, you've got your eye on, energy security is also something that will continue to play out. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, we, we, we see opportunities in this current energy cycle. The world events as well as the rise of uh, renewable energy is really shipping, reshaping the energy landscape. And we've seen investments in the renewable energy space overtaking the investments in traditional fossil fuels. And this trend would slightly to continue as the world moves, moves towards net zero. So clearly there are many opportunities as well in the energy space, particularly in renewable energy, as well as the whole uh, story behind you know, companies, brown companies moving to green companies and, and what they are doing to uh, address some issues that they have to shareholder value as well as to increase the valuation of their shares. So clearly uh, yeah. another unstoppable trend that we are um, speaking to our investors about. Uh, another trend you're looking at is investing in longevity. Is this a way to diversify into more defensive sectors? Yes, indeed. Um, the healthcare demand continues to grow faster than the world economy. And this is a sector where, you know, some of the companies offer very strong dividend use, right? Very strong balance sheet, very strong cash generation uh, ability as well. So, so healthcare sector is a sector that has uh, performed better than other sectors, more resilient, um, especially if, if there's a correction. So having exposure to healthcare as the unstoppable trend is also um, an area that we are speaking to our investors about. And for example, one of the category that we are looking into is biotechnology, mm. right? which, which clearly will benefit from a lot of the techni technological advances. Um, some of them may not be currently priced into the stock uh, right now yet. And one final, final note, Chiming, how's your view on China? If you look at the papers these days, a lot of talk about more support, possibly more stimulus to come, maybe even for the property sector. How are you approaching investing in China right now? Um, so, so, Ryan, um, when we look at Asia as a whole, including China, right, we are we are overweight on Asia, right? And, and, and there are... Um, there are benefits uh, of, uh, you know, diversification of supply chain that we see uh, around Asia. So when we speak to investors regarding China, um, we, we do speak to them about the broader Asia story, 
which uh, will have some exposure to China as well. Um, specifically on, on China, we do see that uh, recently there have been announcements of uh, policy reforms as well as uh, uh, attempts by the government to, to stabilize the economy. However, um, the, the market is still pretty skeptical right now and, and China is actually trading at a very low uh, PE ratio. So from a valuation point of view, right, um, China looks attractive, right? Um, our forecast for China in terms of equity index for next year is actually higher than now. So we do see upside in China, certainly, but the investors must be prepared to hold for a longer term and be prepared for volatility in the, mm. in the meantime. So upside, if you can afford to wait it out when it comes to China. We've been chatting with Lui Chi Ming. He's the Head of Wealth Management for Citibank Singapore. Chi Ming, it's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for the time. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.